the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. I'd like to bring to you something from NBC, the Today Show website. Child-free adults are just as happy as parents, study finds. This is, this is part of the movement in a popular culture, if today represents pop, but it's actually not today. It was the study. Study finds. Study finds is the modern human being's equivalent to thus saith the Lord. Experts say, study finds, thus saith the Lord, in that order, one might add. Thus saith the Lord is way down under study show, or study finds. Laura Lavoie knew all of her life she didn't want to have children. Now 46, she never felt that draw, she said, part of a growing U.S. population opting out of parenthood. A new study finds child-free people are as happy as parents are, with the authors surprised by just how many men and women indicated they didn't want to have kids. It's part of a larger trend of Americans having fewer children in general. The U.S. birth rate fell to a record low or record low last year. And there could be 300 to 500,000 fewer births in 2021 according to some estimates. For Lavoie, there were many reasons to choose to be child-free. The most important is that I just don't want to raise children. It's just not something that has ever appealed to me. I don't want to be responsible for another human being in that way. <laughs> it's, you know what I love about this whole thing, and I will continue, is this couple's lack of self self-consciousness they they speak of narcissism as a beautiful thing there's there's no attempt to put it in moral terms it just you know that's just not the sort of thing for me I don't want to be responsible for another human being in that way Lavoie a writer who lives in Asheville North Carolina told today But I also really like traveling. I like adventure. Never sitting in the same spot for very long and just kind of lifestyle things that don't really fit with having a child. Her husband feels the same way, she said. They've been together 26 years and both agreed they didn't want to have children. They've discussed it over the years, but knew the answer would always be the same, she noted. This is this triggered in me the subject of my weekly column this week. Do you know what this goes under? 
this goes under the heading of be safe. That's how I see it. The safe choice is not to have children. In fact, the safe choice is not to get married. The safe choice is to take few risks in life, live as much as possible for the moment, and that is what has become the dominant ethos of our time. Another example, please put it under the heading of consequences of secularism. Religious people have more kids. Everybody knows that. That's not, you don't even need a study for that. Every one of you knows that. You meet somebody with four or five children, let alone more, you have every reason to assume they are either a Mormon or LDS, as they prefer, an Orthodox Jew, a religious Catholic, or an Evangelical Christian, right? How many secular people do you know who have five or more children? The odds are zero. Certainly true for me. They exist, but they are so rare uh, as to be unknown to the vast majority of us. So this is just another example of the consequences of secularism. You know we are living in the age of the irrational. Never in American history has the irrational been so dominant as today. And that, too, is a consequence Ironically, for those who believe that secularism ushered in the age of reason, of, in fact, of secularism. In other words, there's far more rational thinking among religious Americans than among irreligious Americans. I'm not talking about religious beliefs. Religious beliefs are not all fully in the realm of reason. That's true. That's why they called faith. But when you apply it to society, there's no comparison that you will get far more rational responses to life from more religious people than non-religious people. Why have children? Why is this couple wrong? They want to travel more. They want to dine out more. They don't want to have to take care of, of somebody all the time, Right? Why have a child? You have a secular answer? Well, there is, there actually are a couple of secular answers. That would apply whether you're religious or secular. Uh, how about this to begin with? Purpose of life is not to avoid difficulty. The purpose of life is not to play it safe. The purpose of life is not to have as much fun at any given moment as possible, since fun and happiness are not the same thing. There are tremendous risks in having children, especially if you send them to an American school. They may end up an a-hole. That's just the way it is, unfortunately. There are actually more risks in having a child today than at any time in American history. Except the risks in the past were that they wouldn't live past childhood. That's true. Today, it's that they won't be a decent human being or think clearly because they, they went to school. It's a different risk today than in Abraham Lincoln's time. You want to uh, you want to grow up? That's the argument for marriage. I'd like to grow up. 
there is no human being that I know of, and probably that you don't know, who does not believe that they matured as a result of marriage, even if the marriage was awful. Same thing holds for having a child. Also, isn't this, isn't it, is it the arrogance of these people who write the study? How do you measure happiness? What do you do? You ask people who have who decided to have no children, are you happy? And you ask people who have children, are you happy? And then you make the comparison. The interesting thing, among many other things, about this article and the studies from today, the NBC website, is that's the criterion for making choices. Not is it good, not will you grow, not do do you owe it to society. I know this sounds amazing, but one reason to have children and to get married is for the sake of society. When I, I, I was single till I was 32, and I got married at 32 in part, uh, in, in large measure actually, uh, because I was raised in a tradition, in my case Judaism, which placed so much emphasis on getting married. You were not considered a complete person if you didn't. Now, if you couldn't, for whatever reason, there are reasons why a small percentage of people cannot uh, get married, cannot find someone. Obviously, that is understood. But the vast majority of people would held that it was it was your responsibility to do so. And I, I, I bought that that it was a better way of life to get married. I got divorced, and I'm still happy I got married. One has nothing to do with the other. It's like saying, I'm happy that I I got a driver's license even though I was in a car crash. It, that's part of it. Oh, you know, well, you know, my parents got divorced. This is the safety issue. Everything is safe. This last year was eye-opening as to the religion of safetyism. Be safe. When did, when did Americans say that to other Americans, be safe? I'm not sure the astronauts who went to the moon were told, be safe. <laughs> be safe. <laughs> As opposed to what? Be safe. This is a new thing. People just said, be safe. I'm proud to say I said to nobody once, be safe. I tell people, be well. I wish them health. But I don't wish them, be safe. It's a different America that says to people, be safe. Go into airports and people still have to wear masks. The whole thing is a, is a bad joke. That's an example of the irrational dominant in, a, in our society and more religious people being rational on the issue than, than secular people. Yes, there is no sense of what do I owe others we have raised, and I saw this in my generation. This is this is two generations old already. I equated the whole ethos with narcissism. Why would I? Why would I get married? And especially, why would I have children? You can't eat out as often. You have to take care of another creature. Oh my God! Think about it. Why would I want to do that? So the combination of play it safe and no no desire to grow 
though even even the, the the couple quoted here they didn't they didn't talk about growing they they talked about not having to take care of somebody they talked about having more adventures of travel i don't know somehow or other i got to 130 uh, countries with children and uh, i mean I, I don't mean having children i didn't take my children to 130 countries took them to some yeah the data are, are remarkable. Over a quarter of adults, 27%, identified as child-free in the new study. Conducted by psychologists at Michigan State University and published last week in the journal PLOS-1, P-L-O-S-1. The number dramatically exceeds previous estimates of 2% to 9%. Wow. 27% as opposed to 2 to 9. More than a third of child-free people, 35%, were in a partnered relationship, suggesting couples who don't want children represent an important type of family, they added. This is an important type of family. The findings are based on a representative sample of 981 Michigan adults, but the researchers anticipate they'd see similar patterns in other parts of the U.S., Said lead author Jennifer Watling Neal, an associate professor of psychology at Michigan State University. Besides parental status, the participants were asked about their life satisfaction, political ideology, personality traits, and warmth toward child free women and men. The study was careful to distinguish child free people, those who voluntarily choose not to have children, from other types of non parents, such as not yet parents who plan to have children and childless people who would have liked to have kids but couldn't because of infertility or other circumstances. That's excellent. Good, I'm glad they did that. It shows you how common that is now, choosing not to have children. It turned out child-free people were as satisfied with life as the others. <laughs> there were no differences in personality traits between the various groups, but child-free adults were significantly more liberal than their par- than parents. Now, why might that be? You know, you know my theory, right? You'll always find the greatest thought four paragraphs from the end. This is about four to six paragraphs from the end. This is done by liberal professors that uh, child-free adults were significantly more liberal than parents were. In other words, people choosing not to have children were more likely on the left than on the right. Another innovation of the left. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.